Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast. Five questions in nine minutes, because hackers never sleep. Let's get to it. Gary, who are you and what do you do? Sure. My name is Gary Vesanup. I'm the CEO of Real Defense Holdings, LLC. We're a holding company that's acquiring consumer privacy and security companies in North America and Western Europe. Awesome. That's a really cool job. What made you want to take this role? Well, we found gaps in the consumer security space where there's certain product categories that are not being well addressed in the market. And uh, we've acquired a few companies that are addressing these gaps, particularly a company called Iolo that's currently uh, focused on building privacy tools uh, that, that sit in that consumer's devices. And so we're uh, oriented around more about privacy uh, segment of the market. And we think we're, we're building a leading brand in this category. That's awesome. So you're not only a business leader, but you're also a cyber expert. Why, why do you love this field? Well, it, it, because it's, it's, first of all, it's extremely complex, uh, number one. Number two is that it touches on every aspect of technology spectrum or technology stack. It touches on every human behavior uh, spectrum because we all interact with digital devices constantly, 24 hours, seven days a week. And it implicates government, you know, commercial sector, every language, every human being on a planet is impacted by cybersecurity. And so um, it's like medical profession, right? It's, it's, it's very similar so that, you know, everyone that has a device connected with the internet is subject to some form of cyber threats. And so um, it's important to make an impact. And this is an, an industry where you can make an impact, protect people, and you can protect someone who's sitting in, you know, Zimbabwe against a threat that's coming out of, you know, God knows where, the moon, you know? And so, you know, and that's a potential, in fact, you know, there are there is a threat that could come from space onto your device as, as we have learned recently, right? So um, anyway, so it's an exciting uh, area. There's a lot of opportunity. There are a lot of gaps and, um, it, you know, it, it, everyone needs it. So that's why I'm, I'm in it. Today, the world talks about cybersecurity as a top concern. I mean, it's everywhere. What does that mean to you? Well, good question. It's, it, it means a lot of things. So it's, um, for instance, we're focused on privacy. Privacy is, uh, is a concern everywhere you go. If you're in your car and you're driving and you're being tracked without your knowledge, that's a privacy concern, right? So if the car company whose car you purchased didn't tell you they're tracking you, that's a privacy issue. If you're on social media and you're allowing certain information to be tracked and not allowing other information to be tracked, but it is still tracked, that's a concern because it goes into the wrong hands, you can be compromised. Uh, so the privacy spectrum is very, very wide. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of unknowns. There are no standards. By the way, there are no standards in cybersecurity, period. Like with automotive, there are standards. You build an airplane, you have to have some clearances. FAA has to guide you through. You have to get licensing. You have to get permissions. With cybersecurity, in technology in general, there are no standards, almost nowhere. And so uh, it's an opportunity to create standards, an opportunity to sort of drive some behaviors and, and changes where there are no guardrails. And so uh, I'm going to board an organization called Clean Apps, and that's what we're trying to build, trying to build rules, standards. And so it's amazing how difficult that is because no one participates. There is no group of companies that say, hey, 
Let's determine what single sign-on means. Let's determine what authenticated user means. There's no, you know, a book you can look up and say, okay, there's a code for what is an authenticated user, right? And so, um, and I think that's an opportunity for the industry to shape that and, and create their own standards. And that's why it's exciting to be part of it. That's really interesting. I didn't think about it from that standpoint. You hear about all the different frameworks and recommendations for what you should be doing, good security practices. But outside of a few regulatory or compliance-based ones in certain industries, there really is no, this is the gold star standard. Why do you think that is? Well, I think the government has not caught on to understanding technology. since the internet was born, I mean, think about this. We've had the internet for you know, 25, 30, close to 30 years. And since then, the, uh, since like, I think it was the late 90s, only section 230 is like the most prevalent legal framework for you know, handling information that's hosted in the cloud or uh, online. And basically assigning responsibility about who's responsible for that information. That's the only law that exists out there that's archaic at this point, but that kind of has some guardrails around, uh, you know, consumer privacy and, 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 and to some extent, maybe even cybersecurity. But outside of sort of con- general laws that guide all aspects of, of technology, all aspects of consumerism or aspects of industries, there is no specific law or laws, I should say, or guardrails around cybersecurity. And it's the lack of understanding. It's the lack of standards, lack of enforcement, lack of accountability. You know, we've got these massive companies out there creating their own standards. Right. Imagine if, if, if a company like, uh, you know, um, uh, I don't know, like Ford or General Motors said the standard for bumpers is five miles, 75 miles per hour you know, or 150 miles per hour. The Department of Transportation would say, no, 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 wait a minute, we are the guys who determine those standards. You are not the guys, we'll tell you what to do. Um, FAA, imagine if the Boeing said, you know, we don't need wings on airplanes. We're just gonna put a bunch of propellers and the planes are gonna fly, fly as, they, as, as, you know, on their own with no wings. Um, you know, somebody would come out and say, no, that plane's not gonna fly this way. You have to have wings in order for the plane to fly, right? And these wings need to be this long and they need to, withstand so much pressure and turbulence, et cetera. And so we don't have any of that today. And with, with, with technology, I'm not talking about cybersecurity, I'm talking about technology in general. And it's unfortunate because there's an opportunity to create standards that will benefit everyone, including the industry, the government. There's an opportunity for developers to build better products. When developers build products today, they don't consider cybersecurity as a, a component of their development process, right? They just say, oh, how do I make this? app work faster and, and calculate things better or transact better, right? They don't sit there and go, wait a minute, how does this impact the user in terms of them being validated on the system? How does our supply chain behind what we're doing protects the consumer, protects the supply chain itself? Like those, those are afterthoughts. They're reactionary behaviors of developers. They're not proactive about it because there's no standards out there written saying, hey, you gotta have these guardrails when you build this application. And so we have this very loosely uh, defined ecosystem with the operating systems that are out there that are driving changes. Like if you go to Microsoft, you know, and you look at their operating system, you, you, you see some of these standards sort of unbalanced, but they're out there, right? How do you, you know, make an app operate 
work inside of a you know, Windows operating system? Well, there's some standards developers have to follow, right? Some development tools that they have to use. But um, the government has, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not advocating that we need more government oversight. I'm just saying that there has to be some standards and cybersecurity can work really well if there are standards. No, that makes right? a lot of sense. So Gary, let's, let's, let's pivot just a bit. What insight do you want to share uh, with our cyber professional network? Well, you know, I think that, um, so for us, particularly real defense, we're, we're not an enterprise cybersecurity company. We're consumer facing. We're focusing and orienting towards privacy. That's our mission is to make privacy more controllable. Um, we're not anti um, data collectors per se, or trackers or beacons or any of those technologies that track your behavior, we're actually want to mitigate that environment and create an opportunity for consumers to say, I want this information out there. I don't want this information out there. And if I want to give someone information, I want to know who has it and I want to be paid at the end of the day, right? So that's not a bad thing. Everyone wins, right? How do you do that? That's a bigger you know, question. I think we've answered the question of why, you know, why we're doing this. Um, but the how is really complicated. So, um, and, I, and I, so I think within the spectrum of private privacy, uh, there are a lot of opportunities. And the, uh, the, the, you know, besides the standard side that we just uh, talk, briefly talked about, but the opportunity to create new products that give control to consumers, I think it's a great area for, a new company to focus on. So if you started, if you have a startup and you're thinking of getting into cyber, there's lots of opportunity in enterprise, clearly, and there's lots of gaps there, but in the consumer space, plenty of gaps and particularly in the privacy spectrum. So that's why we chose that, that area. That's awesome. Gary, fun question for you. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? An old uh, uh, iPod. Like the old, old ones, the gray, the gray, the gray screen, you know, the, with the, cir the circle. Those are the awesome. Wheel. Back. They, and they work. They just they work. work. <laughs> they just work. I don't need the fancy, you know, touch screen. I, I want that, actually the heavy one, you know, with, with the idea to plug in and have a bunch of wires coming out of it. Those are awesome. Those are the best. Gary, thank you for being on the CyberPro podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for watching the CyberPro Podcast. You rock. Check us out.